Hello and welcome. You're listening to Big Bank Law. I'm Eddie Bank, and well, there's not much else for me to talk about besides law school because apparently the law is my personality. But aside from that, there are actually some exciting things going on uh, outside the confines of Rutgers Camden in around Philadelphia. It's a wonderful time to be living in or around the Philadelphia area, especially as it pertains to sports. Um, who would have thought that I, I'm a, I don't know if it's, I, it, I don't know if it's a, I have to say, I, I'm a diehard Yankees fan and maybe, and maybe these are not the greatest of times to be going around and saying that I'm a Yankees fan. Uh, I, 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 I even contemplated whether or not I even want to acknowledge that the team has ever existed and that if you ask me, you know, who did the Phillies play the 2009 World Series against, I'd be like, I really don't know. I don't think they played against anybody because I'm pretty sure that team, just that franchise just doesn't exist. They're not even real. Um, anyway, still, still, I love Philadelphia and I love Philadelphia sports. Besides, uh, aside from baseball, I am a Philadelphia sports fan minus baseball, but uh, I root for the Phillies even before this magical run, and now they're in the World Series. And who would have thought that the Philadelphia Phillies would have beaten the Yankees in returning to the World Series um, since the series in 2009? I mean, it's, it's not like the Yankees have spent almost, I don't know, $3.5 billion since 2009 uh, trying to get the team back to the World Series. Meanwhile, the Phillies kind of slumped around for a few seasons. You know, you pick up Harper, get a little Zach Wheeler, get some Shore bombs. You have you have uh, Wawa and Wawa promoting Kyle Schwarber, and all of a sudden Kyle Schwarber is the best player in baseball, and there you go, now you're in the World Series like that. And then, the, and then you have the Eagles, undefeated, and a team that had some somewhat high expectations, maybe like expectations to the extent that you could probably pull off with a division win, although now the division is really, really good. Um, but I don't think anyone really saw this kind of start. And now, the, and now, um, as of just at, uh, just before this recording, the uh, the Eagles now acquired Robert Quinn from from the Chicago Bears, and so now all of a sudden, um, this team that was thought to be kind of like somewhat overachieving are now like framing themselves to be n- near Super Bowl or bust kind of team. Um, and I th- and I think that's at least maybe two or three seasons a little too early, but the way things have expedited this season so quickly, well now they're kind of like now they're there. So great things for the Eagles. Uh, the Phillies are making a wonderful run. Uh, the Flyers are not that bad. The Sixers are off to a slow start, but the team has a lot of promise. And and it, the you know the basketball is a long season, so. Um, the three and one start, uh, the one and three start, um, should turn. You know that that should. You know the the team should turn things around there, in that respect. So overall, in that regard, good time to be alive. In the in in other respects, um, being that it is kind of it being that it is Halloween season, why not talk about some 
spooky tales from the perspective of a 2L in law school. Um, Not a whole lot. I mean, it's, I think I left off, I did did an episode about a month ago, and then I think there I laid out all the courses I'm taking. um, And... Not a whole lot has changed since then. If anything, uh, the the time commitment has probably increased. Um, and it's probably the, the one thing I've noticed more about the, the second year than the first year. And I think I touched on it the last episode. So, again, I got nothing else to talk about. So, um, But here we are, and well, I'm paying for the service. So, and, you know, might as well do something with it. Um, but I'll get to some. I'll get to some other stuff later, probably. Uh, it's anyway. The the second year has become, at least for me, very time consuming. Uh, conceptually, not that bad. Um, the one L year, you you learn. The one L year exposes you to a lot of foundational stuff that's brand new, and and that can be difficult to navigate in terms of content. But come the two-hour year and what I've been doing thus far is kind of just building on those foundations that the one-hour year set, you know, uh, set, uh, set down. And building upon that conceptually is a little bit easier than like starting from scratch. So, so that's not terrible, but it's when all those concepts pile up and in the aggregate, now you're doing, you know, now you're juggling a lot of things in your mind at once, even though each individual component may not be all that difficult, but it's when you combine them all together and you mesh them over over five courses and, and, and other stuff that I'm doing, that's when it really starts, that, that's when time starts to build up on it and, and trying to get the work done, it just takes up time. Um more so than just trying to understand concepts. But that too can also be, but that too also poses uh, challenges at times. It, uh, not not everything will come easy, but more often than not, it's usually the time commitment over the concepts. But that's not to say that there've been sometimes this semester where conceptually things have also been kind of difficult as well, um, especially, when came, especially when it comes to areas of law in which other non-law related fields like the sciences, tech, um, more uh, um, mathematical and scientific backgrounds uh, come into uh, come into uh, the, the legal uh, conversations that we're having in class. So otherwise, the courses they're they're kind of going about themselves or about a little over halfway through the semester. So finals will start. Finals, finals will approach. I think after Thanksgiving, the week after Thanksgiving, I believe, is the first uh, week of finals. If not, then it's after that, later, uh, uh, later in December. But regardless, a little more than halfway done, and it's okay. I'm okay. We're fine. Um, but as far as like just some interesting content that I've been working with, and and maybe this is 
more uh, I guess this yeah, this is more unique to share with is progress on my legal note because again I still have nothing else to talk about so let's talk about um, let's talk about law uh, so I'm settling down on my legal note because I because I decided that I love myself so much that I'm gonna go and and participate on the law review where I get a half a credit to do like six hours of work a week makes a lot of sense but we love ourselves so uh, so I'm settling down on my legal note and and it's it's framing to address issues um, to address issues in business conduct that's meant to be eco-friendly um, with a lot of with a lot of policy proposals and changing business practices, um, a lot more businesses and, and and firms, both large and small, there's really can't I don't really think there's any particular size where this really applies, but it's really more of just a way of doing business. Um, many businesses are trying to become much more um, environmentally conscient conscious conscious in how they are conducting themselves um, and sometimes that means working with other business working with other firms and working with other competitors but also not every competitor wants to collaborate and so maybe those so maybe those firms um, might be shunned or uh, excluded from certain dealings in the soil. Well, these pose issues of current American antitrust law. And so my note is going to focus on um, the problems that can arise, excuse me, the the problems that can arise from uh, business conduct that is meant to be environmentally friendly or meant to serve some sort of uh, green, eco-friendly uh, purpose, but is also otherwise somewhat anti-competitive. And so my legal note is to trying to address where those problems can arise and then, and then possible solutions, which I'm still, which I'm still toying around with. Uh, as I'm taking antitrust law now, we just covered our unit on, um, on exclusionary conduct, um, but also uh, we're, we're starting uh, the unit on mergers, which Maybe I had enough to explore some more. A couple together could serve um, some solutions and some um, safeguards as well. Because, because if because well, really, ultimately, the the one thing that may have to happen in order for these in order to fulfill certain policy goals um, by allowing by allowing. Um, uh, eco-friendly firms to collaborate with each other and and get away with sometimes excluding other firms who may not be so eco-friendly without commit without violating antitrust law um, you're gonna have to permit and and loosen um, and, and loosen uh, some standards when it comes to exclusionary conduct um, but at the same time you also want to be concerned about what's called greenwashing which is kind of like committing uh, which would be kind of like committing or having some sort of intent to commit anti-competitive co- uh, business practices under some somewhat false or misleading facade that, oh, you're doing this because you're trying to be environmentally conscious. 
Um, but in reality, you're really not. You just want to, you know, you're, you're trying to monopolize or you're trying to drive out competition or, or uh, suppress competition. You're not trying to be eco-friendly. You're trying to, you're trying to harm competition. And there are some, and there are economic metrics uh, that focus on the cost, uh, the cost of of human-made um, climate change and other similar metrics, like you know, like basically the the cost of externalities, you know, cleanup costs and things like that, and by and and what alternatives are and savings and whatnot. So there are so maybe so so anyway, and I have to dive deeper into the specifics, but there may be some uh, quantitative metrics that courts could use in addressing these issues, but sometimes courts don't really like that. Justices are not always economists, and that stuff is very complicated. Um, otherwise, there are some, there are, otherwise, there are some legal doctrines to play around with, could look into loosening up um, exclusionary conduct restraints, uh, and 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 um, the standards for that, but also trying to safeguard and perhaps um, permit more challenges when it comes to mergers. So maybe exclusionary conduct can be a bit more uh, relaxed, so that way green firms or eco-friendly firms can get away with excluding maybe not so eco-friendly firms, um, but at the same time, you don't want to drive out all the competitors, so you want to be able to protect and allow growth um, in, a, in an economy that is limited on growth, that's trying to reach sustainability, but you also want to protect nascent firms, innovation markets, and, and the like. So maybe you try to find, so maybe you try and expand challenges to mergers, um, and see how, uh, and see how you can make it just a little bit harder to, to for for companies to merge with one another in an effort to try and um, preserve competition, while also again this is kind of where things get complicated. And I'm just in the middle of I'm really in, I'm still in the outline brainstorming mode right now. So it sounds like I'm just brain dumping, but you have to balance. But basically, you know what's unique about What's unique about the, the the so-called green economy is that um, in this in this kind of project is that we have to balance two different kinds of interests. You have to balance this premise that that uh, that economies and, and growth, right? That economic growth is finite. So you you can't just you can't just keep having so much competition because you're just going to run out of room. Um, you're just gonna run out. Of, you're just, yeah, you're just gonna run out of room, and that's what, and that's what, and and that's kind of what ecological economists are concerned about. Uh, is that well, we're gonna run. It's a one day we're gonna run out of space, so we just can't keep focusing on growth because eventually growth growth is going to be capped. So instead, the focus from the ecological economist standpoint should be to focus on sustainability. Is trying to well reach a point where we'll keep what we have and we'll just keep building off of what we already have and just try and innovate from within without necessarily expanding, but just making things 
making existing things a little bit better. Um, but at the same time, antitrust law is not about is not about sustainability. It's about competition and preserving competition. And because uh, and and because different schools of economic thought tend to be, tend to move a little bit faster with the times than than legal doctrines. Uh, antitrust law is still kind of stuck in their uh, in their Chicago school uh, ways of thinking, which has been the dominant way of thinking in antitrust law since about the late seventies, early nineteen eighties, and even with even with changes um, in the late nineties to the two thousands and and then in the last uh, eight to twelve years. Uh, Different schools of thought have emerged in antitrust law, but it seems that the Chicago school still has a pretty strong hold on things. Um, so there's a balance between. So so that's the other end of the balance. Of the balancing is is trying to find a way to promote competition in I guess. Oh, and and. I guess, and I guess Yankee hitters will love this. A, and, and it's basically inside a dome, right? You know, that, well, we're going to have to start thinking about where growth is going to have to be capped. But at the same time, you don't want to have, like, just, you know, companies merging with one another because there's, there's just no more room. You still want to have some robust competition going on. So, anyway, there are a lot of considerations. <laughs> there are a lot of considerations. Um, that I'm thinking about, but I'm toying around with that idea is to try and see how how um, changes into the merger guidelines could help bolster uh, competition by allowing uh, by allowing more room for nascent markets, uh, n- nascent firms to to enter um, to enter otherwise somewhat uh, sustainable industries so uh, anyway we'll see how that goes i mean i'm still kind of like in a brainstorming stage um I'm, I'm i'm in the midst of an outline and uh, i'll try and hash out some and you know, try, i'll try and hash out a much more concise thesis and uh there are other elements too but but uh that's that's really my main project right now aside from Aside from, I guess, my, my studies, but uh, so clearly antitrust, so clearly the course on antitrust law is probably my, probably my favorite so far, maybe so far of my entire law school experience, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of like a toss-up between that and probably property. I, re- I really did enjoy taking property, although it was very dense at times. I just had a really great professor. So, uh, well, anyway, well, that's that. Um, that's probably really, yeah, on the law school end. Uh, I don't know how much more time I could really kill. I did start a new hobby in bread making. I got sourdough starter from a friend, and so, and then, of course, I, I fed it and, and started to Developed my own starter, and so I've been making sourdough for like the last I don't know a month or so. So that's a lot of fun. 
and I and I recommend that. Like like you know, if if you are aspiring to go to law school, um, and and I mean, whether you're, even if you're living with a roommate or you're living alone or whatever it is, but if you're aspiring to go to law school, it's gonna it, it you know it, I mean look, there there are many different ways to do law school. Uh, some people have more free time than others. Um, I'm kind of like uh, I, I like to think I'm like in the middle. Like I'm I'm the one where I'm like I I try to I try to I try to stay locked in, maybe four or yeah like four days of the week, and then and then I'll have about two or three evenings to myself or maybe a couple evenings where I'll go out and then one evening to myself whatever it is but still, uh, get a hobby if if, if you wanna. You know, if you if you want to treat yourself and go to law school, um, I definitely recommend getting a hobby. And make you it will make you a lot more interesting. And interviews, people will ask about that. Um, and I don't mind. And I don't mind that at all. I'd rather talk about my hobbies than than sometimes talk about law school. Um, it's like one of the I've I've gotten so bad. At, at talking to like non-law people when I go to different house parties and whatnot like some of my classmates have house parties and I'll go and you know there'll be like there'll be of course some of us from the school but then some people not from the school and 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 I guess they are just so curious or they, they want to talk to you while you're watching the Phillies game and Reese Hawkins Reese Hoskins is just you know is just on the verge of hitting his second uh, two run home run of the night, and someone's talking into your ear about, oh, how are the, you know, what's law school like, and it's like the the, like I I rather talk about like I rather talk about like, the best Taylor Swift album. I mean, it's still a terrible conversation, but I rather just I rather go through that kind of pain. And agony than and trying and then trying to you know relive and and tell a stranger what you know what law school is like and you know, most of the time when I go out I just want I just want to lounge I just want I just want to sit on a couch or a chair and sip on you know sip on whiskey and and just like watch and just watch watch sports and stuff um, so I've got I, I don't know so. Me, me, you know, me out in public hasn't really been, well, you know, it's hit or miss, um, and and but I, I find, I find a, uh, I find comfort in my, um, in my friends from home and college, and and I, you know, I'll try and talk, I'll try and chat and see them every once in a while, and when I do, you know, I don't really want to talk about work or anything. I just want to, I just want to catch up and talk about life and and interest and things like that and that's all to say that is to um, don't be like me and just have a podcast on just talking about well what are you doing in law school and it's like well I go to I don't know I, I, I wake up at 4 30 in the morning and I you know I do my I do my homework for uh, I do my I do some of my homework for the day and then I go to class and I have class at 11 and I'm in classes from like 11 to 3 o'clock and then from 3 to 7 I'm I'm, you know, I'm doing the, uh, uh, whatever coursework I have to do for the rest of the week, and then maybe, and then maybe at like seven thirty, if I want to treat myself, I'll go for a run, and if I'm feeling extra adventurous, then maybe I'll have dinner, 
um, you know, and, and I mean like dinner, I mean, I don't mean like I'm going to like Ocean Prime for steaks, I mean like, you know, maybe I'll just I'll reheat some meal prep that I made the previous Sunday, and then if I, and then I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll do some light work um, from like 9 to 10, and then well, maybe like 11 or so, I'll I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll go to sleep and then I wake up at four thirty and do it all over again. That's that. Maybe that you don't want that to be your personality. So instead, you know, in the in the midst of all of that, you know, make time. You know, make some sourdough. That's a good start. And so you, uh, well, once you if you get the starter from somebody else, it's a lot easier from there. Other people I've heard uh, have been uh, getting have been trying to grow their own, make their own starter, and um, I, I've heard you know it's it's hit or miss. Uh, but the but the starter I've got the, the starter I got is tremendous, and and the bread I've been making is also very good, and I'm yeah, I'm pretty happy with that, and that's what gives me and that's what gives me pleasure nowadays. But otherwise, all is still good, um, and uh, and. Well, you know, I kind of I kind of do the show whenever I feel like it, so I can't really. I'm not going to guarantee when uh, I'll do another. I'll, I'll check back in. Maybe maybe I'll come up with something more creative and original. Um, but well, you know, Thanksgiving is is in about a month, so I have a, I have a few days off there. But after that, uh, finals kick up, so maybe so I so, so probably take some time back. But regardless, I, I appreciate. I appreciate you tuning in and listening, and uh, that'll do it for me. Thank you.